and welcome to Morlocks, a Let's Experiment show about finding new homes for the lost and forgotten characters of Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Lexa White, and with me this week is Shane. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Doing okay. It was a long weekend. Yeah. I mean, I feel like every weekend's been long since the holidays. It's just like constant, like post-December hangover, you know? Well, so context, I work Thursday through Sunday. Well, that'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. One of the joys of working at a roller rink. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Love the job to bits, but I mm-hmm. my weekend is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> but it also means places like museums and stuff are way less crowded when I go to them. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, silver lining there. Silver lining. Yep. Uh,. <laughs> So for people who may not know you, would you mind introducing yourself? Yeah, uh, my name is is uh, Shane Smith. I'm a, uh, uh, I play Marvel Crisis Protocol um, and I am, uh, I, I, I run a podcast uh, with a couple friends, uh, one of which has been on the show before, um, Right Mad Ben. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah we, uh, we run a podcast called Crisis Point. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on YouTube, uh, Spotify, all that good stuff. Um, yeah. And uh, competitively speaking, I'm like a spider Fost player, so I've been playing since probably like April, and uh, love me some spider Fost. <laughs> yeah, spider Fost are very fascinating. Uh, I've actually recently picked spider Fost back up again, and you can nice. hear me. Uh, I have a bonus podcast on my uh, Patreon, where I talk about all the tech I've been brewing, and so you can, there's an episode up there on just the spider Fost tech I've been brewing. Very exciting. I'll have to check that out. Yes. Um, also, I was playing spider Foes way back in the day when we only mm-hmm. had Goblin, Doc Ock, Venom. Ooh. Yeah, since I got into the game, the only new spider Foe that's come out since then is Rhino. So, I mean, I when I got into it, they kind of had almost everything they already have now. So, I was playing a list called Thanos spider Foes, and this was before oh. the gem changes. Okay. So, I had three gems... Uh, Winter, uh, Winter Soldier, uh, uh, Doc Ock, Green Goblin, Venom, Thanos, and Rocket, and that was the list. <laughs> Man, those old gem formats. I mean, I read old lists, uh, that where they have it like that, and it's still like weird to wrap my head around the fact that it was ever like that. Um, it's before my time in MCP. But no, uh, the thing is, when you death decree a Doc Ock. He gets terrified. <laughs> yeah, I actually talked to somebody about that recently about Doc Ock with Death's Decree. It's is pretty pretty nasty. Well, also before uh, you could also you also had uh, um, a Doom Prophecy in the list when it, back when it wasn't an Asgard card, it was an everybody card. Yeah, yeah. And when you are rolling an av- eight dice with double wilds, your average is five point five successes per roll. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's really scary. <laughs> a lot of hits, a lot of hits. Yeah. So yeah, but now I must ask you the hottest question of the night. What character not in Marvel Crisis Protocol do you want to see in Marvel Crisis Protocol? That is a really tough one. Um, uh, as a spider foe player, uh, I think the number one on my list, and this is still pretty tough, I would really like to see Electro. Um, 
especially like an old style. Like I don't want to like a blue guy Electro. I want like the big stupid mask <laughs> with like the lightning bolts coming out. Um, but I, uh, as a as a comics fan, I really love the Daredevil comics, and I think the the most significant Daredevil uh, villain that's not in Marvel Crisis Protocol is um, a character called Typhoid Mary that I think is really fascinating. Oh, you are speaking my language. I love Typhoid <laughs> Mary. She's a really cool character. Uh-huh. She, she was a long time ago. I made uh, probably over a year ago at this point. I made my top 10 mutants and my top 10 non-mutants that mm-hmm. I want to see in the game. And also a list of top 10 other version of characters that already are in yeah. the game that I want to see come out again. Um, and Typhoid Mayo was definitely on that list. Yeah, she's awesome. She's a, re- she's a very interesting character like as far as her powers go, so they could take that a lot of different ways, I think. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, there, there's a lot of the New York crime scene that we have. There's, there's some really important New York crime scene people that we haven't gotten yet. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I mean, especially like Daredevil villains. There's not a ton in the game right now outside of like Kingpin and Bullseye. Well, I'm thinking we don't have Typhoid Mary or Madame Mask. Yeah, yeah. And I think both of them are really interesting options. Uh, mm-hmm. But as a Spider-Verse player, I need to preach to you a little bit. Okay, okay. I think the next Spider-Foes leader needs to be Prowler. I have heard this too, and I, I don't hate the idea. Um, and I think, I can I guess your reasoning? Yes. Is it because uh, it would add a dimension to the affiliation, like aesthetically, that is centered towards Miles' Spider rather than Peter Parker? Yes. It, you would okay. get... At, we have Peter Parker and Miles as the two leaders of the Web Warriors, so we need Miles' main villain and Peter Parker's main villain as the two leaders of the Spider-Fifth. And also, because within that also, he is a very different style of villain than Green Goblin, so he will lead to a very different leadership than Green Goblin. Yeah, that's really true. I mean, the only other thing I've heard is some people speculated like a either a new doc or a tactic card for doc or something like that. But Prowler, I think would be a really interesting direction to go in. If, if, if I had my long shot choice though, that's never going to happen or it won't happen for another decade. Uh, the inheritors. <laughs> I want to see the inheritors. Okay. That's, I mean, that's a deep cut even for me. I'm not even uh, I'm trying to remember. They are the main villain of the original, uh, spite of a storyline. Okay. All right. That's why I don't know about it. Okay. Yep. They they are the uh like weird vampire creatures that were going to ven- dimension to dimension killing off spiders. Oh, is that like Morlin and stuff? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know that guy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I w- I would like to see them <laughs> at some point. <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah. There's just so many great Spider-Man villains that it's... There, there are so many great characters in this game. I, I'm yeah. still on the campaign to get us the Runaways. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, there's a lot of stuff that I just would love to see, not even like Spider-Man related. Like, mm-hmm. Obviously, everybody's waiting for Fantastic Four and all that. And, and That'll like, come four-year anniversary. I'm, yeah, we've called probably. it for years. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then everything that comes along that with that, like Dr. Doom, Silver Surfer, stuff like that would just be going to be so excited when those come out. There is a long shot pick that I hope they do um, mm-hmm. that is related to uh, the uh, 
uh, Fantastic Four, which is victorious. Okay, I'm not, you know, I actually haven't, I don't know a lot about Fantastic Four comics-wise. Uh-huh. I don't know um, either. She's just, I only <laughs> found out about her from playing one of the mobile games. Okay, all right. Yeah, I've, I've been playing Marvel Snap lately, and there's just, I'm learning about all these new characters. <laughs> um, this one's from Marvel Future Fight. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I haven't uh, tried that one. And it is uh, the commander of the uh, Latvian god. Okay. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, I mean, if there's ever going to be like a Latvian affiliation, I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. who knows? Yeah. And she, she, she has a really cool design to her. And yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll have, to, I'll have to do some research on that on that character. And I'm also I just want more women in the game just across the board in general. Yeah, I mean I I mean we got uh, Spider Woman coming pretty soon, yes. which looks awesome. Uh huh. Um, and I don't. I'm trying to think. Is that the? Because outside of that, the only other stuff we know about is Beta Ray Bill, oh. Ulick, and Venom. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We only know up through February, so we have plenty of surprises to come. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. It's an exciting time too because oh, yeah. we're starting to get characters that weren't even like on like leaks or anything. So no, uh, these last couple have been on a leak that I have seen floating around. Even Ulick, really? Ulick was the one that wasn't on the leak. Yeah, that's but, what I was referring to. Beta Ray Bill was. Yes, yes, you are right about that. Mm-hmm. So it's like we're not completely out of the shadow of the leak, but it's definitely- yeah. And there's there's still some stuff left on that page too that you're yeah. talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, at least now something can come out that we haven't seen and we know that, which is exciting. Yeah. Um, and I'm I am uh, looking forward to finding out what's what's next for sure. Uh-huh. My other big hot take, uh, just because we're talking about the as guardians for a quick second, um, mm-hmm. is that the Warrior Three is going to be a Howling Commando style. Well, I totally think that too. I I said that to a friend of mine recently, where I where I do think they could do something like that with with the Warriors Three. Yeah, I think that makes the most sense. Yeah. Um, they're also probably going to end up doing that if they ever get around to the Stafford Cougars. Yeah, and also from Asgard, like a Lady Sif at some point would be would be cool. Mm-hmm. Well, my deep cut pull is I want to see Carnella, who is a deep cut pull, uh, but is Hella's wife. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Hella's so cool. I, I feel like I need to read more stuff with Hella in it. Mm-hmm. Um, everything I've... I, I also wish she was better in Marvel Crisis Protocol, but that's She's another an story. interesting model. Yes. Um, I think there are still places for her, um, especially in the new landscape with um, more Peter flips where she can double flip turn one. That's true. Yeah, like sword and stuff could be could yeah. be pretty good for her. Because she can, because she has that four four, so she can double flip on uh sword easily just because she has the two power and can reach both swords. Um, I'm pretty sure I will have to math that one out, but I'm pretty sure that that's what I've heard. Um, and I, I, she is one of the the privileged few that can do the eyes and the prize midline grab play. Mm-hmm. Um, which which people love so much. So, and I mean, then, hey, she's got some stuff. And then she's also uh, 
can double flip turn one like any medium move, medium base character on uh, Mutant Madman. Yes, and she has yeah. that four physical defense, which means it's a 50-50 shot if your opponent's just standing on the Mutant Madman. Yeah, yeah. So, I think she has a more scenario play than people think at this point. Yeah, I mean, you might be right. It's It's not a character that is taken very often, so it's not like we have a lot of like we don't see it yeah. too often, but I, I'd I'd like to see somebody play some hell. I know so I played against a guy in the season eight TTS league a couple of, couple like probably five months ago. Mm-hmm. It was running Hello with Shadowland Daredevil. It was pretty cool because the ninjas would die and she'd get her soul tokens. Her uh, her soul tokens, yeah, and it was that just is... like a very killy Hella monster. That that is very cute. I'm yeah. going to have to think about that. Anyway, that's not who we brought today. Who did we bring today? <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite characters to play in Marvel Crisis Protocol, uh, and that is Cassandra Nova. So, very obviously, you have played Trap Cassandra Nova. Yeah. Yes, she is uh, a prime uh, feature in my Spider-Foes roster. Yes. Um, and this is a character we have done one time before, uh, which in that episode we ended up using her in X-Men, so we will not be putting her there this time. Uh, yeah, I've got some I've got some ideas, but I mean I got X-Men, some ideas too. Yeah. Well I'm I'm excited for it. Yeah. So what's your first idea? Well, there's the easy choice, which for me is I have been splashing her in Spider Foes mm-hmm. for uh probably like five, six months at this point. Yeah, um she's great and she Yeah, she's kind of been like one of the cornerstones of, of my Spider Foes roster. Um, which is uh, more of a, I mean, there's a couple different ways to look at splashing in my eyes, and there's like the uh, the leadership itself and how it helps the character, and then there's the synergies that this character has with the affiliated characters of of that affiliation. Exactly. And I look, yeah, and I look to Nova more as as her for her synergy with some of the affiliated Spider foes like Green Goblin or Mysterio, and in, in, in the area effect. Uh, trap play style that a lot of people refer to. Um, my first poll for where I think she could go is Hydra. Interesting. Hydra. So is this Red Skull Hydra or... Um... She can do both really well. Yeah. Um, you definitely see it. You have that biokinesis to just three power, root slow, and heal one on top of being another healing factor along- character alongside Strucker. Mm-hmm. That? I do like that. Yeah. It's it's pretty spicy. Yeah. Um and and I guess the Red Skull side, I mean, it is a pretty expensive core there, but she is a character that does a lot with extra power. Yeah, she does. Um, and a lot of people say that it feels like she struggles to get that power, so I could see the argument for, for Red Skull as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. What's Interesting. Up, what's up next for you? Uh, so next up, and it's and it's hard because I want to look at places that that give her more power. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the uh, I've noticed a lot of the leaderships that give power have pretty expensive leaders, and Nova being a five threat character, it's not the easiest to make fit. I think that is very intentional. Yes, and I I agree. I mean, you've know you can see that every time something like this comes out. It is a, um, it's it's a, it's 
attached to a five or six threat leader, mm-hmm. uh, like a Magneto or a Red Skull two or you know a She Hulk or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think there is. I, I don't know if she would be the best five threat just because there's a lot of competition in this affiliation, but I think she could fit in really easily with a Guardians of the Galaxy roster. Yeah. Um, they uh, they do have a lot of uh, they have a really cheap core, which means they can fit her in quite easily. Mm-hmm. Um, and she she offers a little bit of control, which they don't have a ton of, while also having the capability for a, for like a big offensive turn. Yeah. Um, utilizing the uh, the the wing in it tokens. So I, I think that's another really interesting idea and one of the ones that I I was kind of theory crafting mm-hmm. when I thought about this episode. Um, for me, let's. Go with an obvious one. She works well in Convocation. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to say it, but you're right. (laughs) Convocation is really interesting because it has an adjustable core in a very powerful way. Yeah, that is, uh, that's a good point. I mean, you can have a two-threat leader. It's like the only two-threat leader in the game. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you can fit anything you want in Convocation and then scale your core up alongside it. Yes. And uh I mean you could you could fit in Nova really easily there if you really wanted to next to like a like a Baron Mordo supporting her in in a uh um like a Voodoo as well. I mean it's yeah. it's pretty interesting mm-hmm. uh and she fits in with all that mystic uh defense that she's got. Yeah. Yeah. And she benefits from book a fair bit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean she she definitely Outside, when she's not getting off her psychic distraction, it's it's, you know, out of activation mobility is 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 still always nice to have. Once they do get into that range through bubble and, and actually attack you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what's next? Uh, so I mean, I think there is maybe an argument to be made that she could be pretty cool with uh, uh, Kingpin Criminal Syndicate. Um, a lot of people really love Mysterio and Kingpin Criminal Syndicate. He's affiliated there. Um, as just like he can get on an objective and, and he's just really hard to deal with. Um, and I think Nova as like a kind of like a super Mysterio in that sense, um, planting herself on an objective and just being really like tricky and hard to hard to pin down and, and also moving people off of objectives mm-hmm. uh, with her mind possession. She could uh, she could be kind of a, a pain in the butt if you can if you can get her into that list and and kind of stealing objectives away. I, I, I can imagine that being pretty interesting. A hundred percent. Next up is a weirder pull for me, but I think it has okay. to play. Uh, it's Shield. Shield, interesting. I'd like to hear this one. Um, it is another way to, out of activation, move around that zone of control. Okay, with the, with the aggressive yeah. uh, when you're winning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. Yeah, and honestly, Shield doesn't have like any Mystic, I don't believe. No, not really. And also, just Eye in the Sky with her. <laughs> yeah, going to be that very is, uh... annoying. And she gets a lot more safety out of Eye of the Sky than a lot of people because she has that stealth. Yes. Uh, I have one more that I really, really want to mention, yeah, especially right that I think is. I would never do this because I don't. Personally, I don't love her um, her power generation quite enough for something like this. But if you can get a lot of power on her, I think this is hilarious. And that's using her with uh, ASM Web Warriors. Yeah. Um, 
if you can if if you can hit somebody really hard with a builder early on and, and like generate a lot of power, the fact that you can spend the power on a slowed character to place them mm-hmm. and then off of that place use her psychic distraction to ping them for damage and then walk away mm-hmm. is just hilarious to me. It's like another way other than mind possession to to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It is a that is a very fun combo. I'm not a hundred percent sure about it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that jumps out to me because there are just so many affiliations at this point and leaders. Oh, I know. There's there's quite a bit. I mean, she could be awesome with Inhumans if Black Bolt wasn't taking up five threat already. I yes. mean, you could say the same about about ASM, but I think Inhumans is probably a little more realistic just because. Uh-huh. They actually do get her going. Hot take, I think Inhumans went up with the crisis changes. I think they're actually pretty decent right now. I think I agree with that. I think they are pretty intriguing at the moment. I mean, they've, they've got really good extract game. Yeah. Um, and there's something to be said for that right now. Um, they also have in-house a very good character for Mutant Madman and Beast. Uh, yeah, Beast is so good on Mutant Madman. And Black Bolt is also not terrible on Mutant Madman either. Yeah, the 4 4, uh, four, four 2. That's yeah. true, actually. Um, Crystal, I think, as a long mover, is very scary of a character. Um, and she does some scary stuff at times. Uh, Medusa, I think, has only gotten better with the, uh, with the return of Revolves into the ecosystem. Yes, yes. Definitely. Um, and then uh, Tarot Genesis will actually see play now, and so they have a 3VP swing card. Tarot Genesis is amazing now. Yes. Um, it's, it's, I played against it the other day for the first time since the crisis changes, and it was on, I think it was on Scrawls. And I saw my opponent took it, and I like laughed for a second, and I was like, wait a minute, this card's actually, I have to worry about this now. Uh-huh. I turn one Teogenesis someone at weeklies yeah. uh, on Senators. Wow. Yeah. That's something. <laughs> That's Sen- got to be heartbreaking. Senator Madman. The old, well, so they managed to stay in the game because they use up the throne right back. So. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I would have run away with the game if they ha- didn't have use up the throne, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think I think Inhumans are not terrible right now, but I do think it's yeah. too many points right now. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, if they had an affiliated two threat, maybe it would be a little more doable. But mm-hmm. um, with ten points, half of them being unaffiliated uh, to start, that's pretty tough. Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, one Cassandra Nova is a very defensive character in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I want to bring up Winter God. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, I Winterguard is weird. I think that the the splash uh, characters are just very. They, they kind of go along those lines. I've noticed of of being either really big characters that want to shake those conditions without shaking, mm-hmm. um, and then characters that can kind of help them in their defensive playstyle. I could see like, I don't know. I've never thought about Cassandra Nova and Winterguard, and I, that's something I'd have to... Well, I had a month of 10 wins and one loss with Winterguard, and the only loss was to pre-nerf Malekith. <laughs> oh, okay. 
Very interesting. And was, was Nova on that list? No. Uh, okay. I was... No, the fun tech was uh, Electra in that list. Electra. Okay. Uh, just because Martial Prowess plus uh, Defensive Matrix is very annoying for someone to get through. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I don't think I've played against an Electra one time since she's come out. I I never see that character. I look at her sometimes because... Um, it, she is pretty criminally underplayed. Not, not, yeah. Not in terms of like, I don't know if she really is any, any like, any good from my perspective. I haven't played against her or as her, but I don't. She might be one of the least played characters in the game, which is weird for how like new she is, relatively speaking. So she is in my top five models, and all of my top five models are characters that don't see a lot of play, but I love playing. Very cool. Okay. Like her agent widow is another one in there. Yeah. What? Yeah. I think people sleep on agent widow because interrogate is a super, super good superpower. Uh, Crystal is another one of those pieces that I think just doesn't get used as much as she probably should. She just gives out so many goddamn conditions. Yeah, she is. Uh, I feel like she's consistently attacking me three times per turn every time i play against her so um there's you know volume of dice she's she's up there uh i've recently heard someone mention playing her i think this was on the ominous protocol episode about long movers someone mentioned about playing her in criminal syndicate uh daredevil yeah uh to get a a second re-roll and to re-roll her out of skulls and I'm just like, oh god, that's terrifying. I want to do that. Yeah, I mean, if the if the big appeal to like Winter Soldier and stuff is a lot, like a high volume of of weaker attacks with a lot of rerolls, Crystal has that 100. percent And she's a long mover with some other utility as well. And she gives out incinerate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah, her card is broken. She's oh the um the elemental uh, in, El- what is it infusion elemental onslaught onslaught that's what it is uh no sorry that's the superpower it is you is it might be right on... elemental was it in, was i right was it an elemental infusion let me look yes elemental infusion oh okay i was right there we go uh but also elemental infusion is when they are damaged by an enemy effect okay which so means I when you to... throw two characters into each other, you also give both characters a condition. Or when you, uh, I never miss with Bullseye in Criminal Syndicate, you also give them a condition. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or a Cassandra Nova Tricks and Traps. <laughs> or Psychic Distraction. Yeah. Technically. Like. Very cool. That is so goddamn annoying, especially since one of those conditions is done. Yeah. That is really interesting. Um, but speaking of tactic cards, too. Yes, we are definitely uh, has a very good one. <laughs> yeah, it is a uh, it is an amazing card, and I think that's what really um, when I look at Cassandra Nova, she's a defensive character that can turtle really well. Um, that has a good balance of of solid attacks and solid control, mm-hmm. but th- she always every game you take her, she should have at least one the potential for one big offensive turn, and that comes from mental domination. Um, and being able to get three attacks, essentially, in a turn. Yes, true. But also, Mental Domination is a reposition. Yep, it's another reposition, which you can never have too many of. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and it is a reposition that works on characters that are immune to advances. Yep, yep. And it's great against... I've used it a lot um, against uh, when my opponent sets up like a sacrifice position yep. uh, or like a bodyguard. You can move them away from that bodyguard and make them hit themselves in the face, which is really funny. <laughs> now, uh, weird tech uh, that I mentioned before, but I have tried... Uh, Deadpool in Convocation. Uh huh. Well, you've got the Mystic. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you change all of the Mystic attacks, uh, all the attacks into Mystic attacks, mm -hmm. all the physical attacks into Mystic attacks, and then suddenly he can't be pushed and advanced off of physical attacks either. Ugh. Yeah. Deadpool uh, could be interesting there. I could see it. Yeah. Um, but he is, uh, but like you can get around his. Uh, thing, uh, his unicorn rainbows and sugar plums, uh, with mental domination because it's be a tactics card and tactic card. Yep. It's not a superpower or or an attack. Yeah, and you can move Juggernaut as well, yep. which is really funny when he has his helmet on. Mm -hmm. Um, it is a uh, it is a really strong card. It's one of my favorite Nova card. Obviously, it's her only card, but it's one of there's a few other cards that I love to take that I think work really well with Nova, just generally speaking. But um. Mental Dom as her own card is is just amazing. Yeah. So is there any uh what what affiliation do we want to go down? Well, uh I could talk all day about Spider Foes Cassandra Nova, but if we wanna take it a different route, I mean we could we could look at the uh uh something else like the Guardians that I mentioned or a um uh i'm trying to remember what what else we touched on we, um we, we touched on guardians we touched on hydra we touched hydra. on um kingpin criminal syndicate we touched on a lot of stuff yes we did convocation um, yeah warriors. shield convocation oh boy i mean there's a lot of options there's definitely no shortage of options especially considering nova's only affiliated in two places yes um, and, and one of those is sentinels yeah um so i guess are you leaning towards any in particular um i'm definitely interested on seeing that convocation thing just because she seems like such an annoying piece in a annoying piece affiliation if that makes sense. There are, yeah, there are quite a few annoying, like, things going on in Convocation, and Nova is a very annoying character um, in that in that vein. And it's another um, healing factor character alongside Nova, which is never a bad thing. But also it gives her more healing than just the healing factor one. Yeah, so let me take a look at the Convo character list, because this is uh, one of the first things I have to do when I'm uh combo or i'm sorry not combo hydra yes so like i mean for starters if if let's say we want to go down the hydra um uh direction uh i there is some synergy in the sense that uh there's a character in hydra that can that can force you to uh move i guess the they can move enemy characters, and that's Arnim Zola. Yes. Um, Arnim Zola's also got the... Uh, I'm trying to remember Jeez. if he'll... Yes. So he, he offers a little bit of dice reliability. Mm -hmm. um, 
he can hand out i mean he he gives bleed if you roll a skull but um we don't I care mean, as much we don't care because if you're playing an instructor you hand away the bleed and then also she has healing factor so it's like yeah. she's kind of okay with it mm-hmm. um yeah i'm trying to i mean the the one thing i will say about uh bio uh kinesis i believe it's called the three power root and slow superpower she hands out um i have played a lot of nova and that power i like look at it and it's amazing and i like pyro has it and he he uses it really well Mm -hmm. um for three power i don't get to use it very often yeah and the reason for that is because Cassandra Nova loves having exactly two power. I mean, at least two power. Mm-hmm. But she can spend down as long as she stays at two power. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, if if I ever get to, like, three or four power, I typically don't biokinesis because then my psychic distraction goes away and somebody can walk up and, and hit Nova and kind of, like, exploit her, mm-hmm. her like, kind of lower defensive stats. Outside of her stamina, she's got a lot of health. But Yeah, she does have a lot of health, which when you're healing... That is, you have a large pool to heal from, for sure. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, and I, I, I can see, I can see when you get the healing off, especially when you're like, if she has a condition and she passes it along, I, I can see that working really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I really like the look of, of using her with Red Skull. Very fair. Um, because, and it is an expensive core, but you know, they've got Bob, so I mean, there's a two threat affiliated. There's a wealth of great three threats in Hydra. Mm-hmm. And um, also, you are playing this at, uh, you get the grunt out of the uh, deal, so you, it's not like you're down that character, even if you're going full wide. That's true. That's a really good point, too. Um, so, you know, Red Skull is pretty well equipped to, to be a part of a taller team. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I, I think that, like, having Red Skull, who's, like, a glass cannon, just, like, offensive monster, honestly, mm-hmm. with Nova, who's, like, a very defensive, control-oriented character. Um, and it with... gives you such the ability to uh, place the opponent within range uh, to send someone into the meat grinder. Yes. Which is uh, which is very helpful with Red Skull if he's able to get two attacks off with the uh, empowered gauntlets. I mean, yeah, he's going to kill most things that he's he's going into for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, I'm trying. So there's not a lot of like trap synergy in in Hydra outside of you know the. I guess there is like some counter strike stuff like with um Yeah. But it's it's I think the only place you really see traps are spider foes. And yes. like the occasional so, one off <laughs> other places. Yeah, so that's kind of like my perspective is always uh is always coming from spider foes. That's where my experience is. So mm-hmm. I see only one or two traps and I'm like, oh this is not a lot. We I mean, need like at least three. Um but yeah, I mean uh I I definitely don't hate the look of of nova and hydra it's it's definitely a bit of an out of the box kind of uh or outside the box thinking but mm-hmm. it could be pretty interesting um what do you think i i'm down to go for it i love out of the box thinking 
Yeah. All right. Well, Though, uh, that reminds me of a bit of uh, your comment reminds me of a bit of tech that you might not have heard of. Uh, have you heard about the interaction between Shriek and Arashi and Green Goblin? Ah, uh, Shriek and Arashi. That is the uh, Shadowland Daredevil card. Um, where you target someone for attack, they get a free advance, and then if they uncover, it's half uh, half the number of dice. I see. Yes. Okay. And so the way things trigger is they walk towards cover, you blow up the cover yeah. with Green Goblin, and you still get the full number of dice. You know, it's actually funny that I've never done this before, or even thought about it, because... I have played quite a bit of Green Goblin and Syndicate, like Shadowland Daredevil Syndicate, because I think it's really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never tried that before, and it's really funny. Yeah, it's really <laughs> funny. I'll have to do that sometime. So, yeah. So, I'm thinking we're getting both leaders into this list. Definitely. I I, I mean, for sure, especially if you're playing on, like, a, on a crisis where conditions get handed out pretty frequently, then... Mm-hmm. You could easily get the mileage there outside of just using like biokinesis and stuff. Mm-hmm. And also, okay, the funniest matchup, honest to God, that I have ever played is Winter God into Strucker Hydra. Okay. Oh, because they, <laughs> the, the conditions just go away. They just it they bounce internal- all over the place and yeah, disappear. It's, it's an internal cycle of I give you a condition and heal, I get rid of that condition and keep going. <laughs> yeah yeah that's pretty funny but i agree though i think both leaders definitely belong here um i do think we like Amenzola for his way that he can reposition people into your traps yes and some dice consistency for sure yeah i'm i'm a big fan of zola here um and i mean hit that, that esp box blast it's it is an auto if it all it has to do is deal damage mm-hmm and uh, it's only two power for the spender. I mean, you're going to get it off decently. Oh, yeah. It's frequently. very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think we get a Zemo in here. Definitely. You can't really go wrong with a Zemo. Mm-hmm. Um, Bob is the two threat, so I think we yep. slap him down without really thinking about it. And then we kind of get into the weirder characters. I I want to make a case, and I've made this case before, for Sin. Sin, okay. Let's hear it. Uh, Hydra has some very expensive tactic cards, and they want to be playing some very expensive out-of-affiliation tactic cards. Sin is one of the best batteries in the game. So she does have the Heir to the Wicked to give her the extra power, and she takes damage. And automatic mm-hmm. rapid fire. Yep, with a, on the gainer and the rapid fire, yep. So she can she can get power pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um. The the only I mean really the only concern is the four health or four stamina on the healthy side, but she goes to six on the other side, keeps yeah. air to the wicked. Hmm. I could see that. Um they do have some really expensive tactic cards. Uh yep. and also I think we're going to be a patch up team just because of how big our health pools are. And she is a very good person to play patch up with. Yeah, I could see that. Um because uh, she can because she refunds her hit and run on every attack just because of how the math works out between hit and run and automatic pistols. So you can mm-hmm. get damage in and then reposition without losing any power that you're going to spend on your tactic cards. Yeah. So, um, 
let's throw sin in there. I, yeah. I, I don't, I don't hate that. Um, I think we probably can leave Corbox Red Skull at home. I, he is the character I play a fair bit. I don't think he works for this list, mostly because we're looking to play new Red Skull a fair bit. Um, yes. But he is a character I think has value in the game. Okay, interesting. Uh, I've mostly been, well, so he is uh, the only character in the game that can reposition uh, size unrestricted on two different ways. Yes, that's the, um, so his Master the Cube for an allied character. No, that's not even um, what I'm at, talking about. He has a so. size unrestricted push on his strike and a size unrestricted throw on his spender. Oh, that's right. He does have the unrestricted throw on his spender. I forgot that the push was was yeah. unrestricted on the builder. That's pretty interesting, actually. Mm -hmm. And he can do his spender every turn. Um, there is a style of web warriors list where you put him in with all the characters that can attack back. Mm -hmm. And just hail Hydra into people. Um, okay. He's also a great piece in Inhumans because he is a character that gets four power on the first turn and doesn't want to use it themselves. Mm -hmm. Would much rather pass it around to set up other people while he walks up and takes an objective. Yeah, yeah. You don't see a lot of Korbach's Red Skull these days, and it's uh, it's kind of a shame. I think part of it is Malekith, part of it is the new Red Skull Hydra mm -hmm. stuff, and he's just been around forever. But I still think he's a very good model. Interesting. I want to see more. I want to see more Red Skull. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I mean, there's Crossbones. I don't think. Mm -hmm. I don't think we're taking Crossbones. I don't think we're taking Crossbones. I don't think we're taking Taskmaster. Yeah, Taskmaster. I think you could maybe make. Uh, I am leaning towards no Taskmaster as well. Mm -hmm. Um. You could make an argument maybe for, depending on the crises yeah. that we're running, uh, he, he might be worth revisiting. Um, but I'd say for now we can we can steer away from Tasky. I and then Viper. Yeah. So Viper, I think, actually has value in the current game. I'm just not sure. I think this is going to be a little bit more of an aggro list than what Viper wants to play into. Yeah, I've... Man, I, th I think I've played against Viper like once or twice. She is up there with uh, some of the web boys on being able to keep away with an objective. Yeah, she does have her displacement ring. Um, I mean, she's she's got some defensive tech. I mean, she's got stealth, which is... yeah. I personally like stealth. I think inherently stealth... It's good to have lots of stealth characters on the board with Nova. Yeah. Um, it's it's more places that you may be forced to walk that you might not want to walk, and that could yep. like lead you into Nova's uh, reactive abilities a little bit potentially. Uh -huh. And but, also um, uh, with Red Skull Master of Hydra, she gets that displacement ring every turn when she's holding an objective. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Um, so um, I don't quite know if this is the right place for her because we aren't. I, I think we are going to be a lot more concentrated than... Because, like, if we were putting someone who has a lot more, uh, like, pick up, get away, be safe mm -hmm. uh, 
but we want Nova kind of in the fight. Um, and I think the rest of our what we have set up wants to kind of be just outside of the fight where you have to walk into them. Yeah. And Viper is but, off in the corner. Yeah, Viper's definitely... Uh, I can agree with that assessment. So I think, so for right now, just to start, we've got... I'm counting one, two, three, four, five... I have six characters, seven with Nova. Yep. So that leaves us three out of affiliation slots. Is there anything that jumps out to you out of affiliation? So... I think it's really good here if we're trying to play Nova to have an uh, have an unaffiliated two threat because if you're playing on that Red Skull list, having an unaffiliated two threat would actually let you play Nova at uh, seventeen. Mm-hmm. Um, so well, you can play Nova at fifteen. Um, if well, what? Yes, yeah, <laughs> five wide at seventeen. Yes, that's what I left out is going five wide. Um, but, which is kind of six wide because you have the grunts. True, true. And that's something I have to get used to personally. <laughs> um, but I, I, I do like the option to, to go a little wider at, mm-hmm. at like the reasonable threats if possible. Um, the question being if, if we would want to go towards like an aggressive route or a more of an objective focus to threat. Um, so, I mean... This is presuming we're playing it with uh, Red Skull and and, and yeah. trying to get that. I would say probably not Honey Badger or Nebula, just because they can't uh, contest objectives, mm-hmm. so they can't actually get the extra power. Um, I mean, to, to go along with... I'm trying to think what that list looks like a lot of the time. It could be like Red Skull... Strucker, Bob, Nova, mm-hmm. and then another two threat. So maybe instead of Strucker, it could be Zemo. But either way, I think the list could maybe use something a little bit more like in your face, potentially. A little bit um, more in your face, a little more up there. Yeah, which, uh, I mean, looking at the two threats right now, I think there's like counter synergy. We could go with Toad. Um, not very in your face, but he's very good at getting extracts and he's going to always have that hop online. Yeah. Um, and the list doesn't have a lot of like super beefy characters that want to run up on a midline and grab an extract. So Toad is always really helpful there. Yep. So I'm, I mean, I'm really comfortable splashing Toad just pretty much in most lists, but I think here there's really is some cause for it. Yeah, I, I can definitely see that. The only other one I would look at, just because I think long movers are more valued now, is Black Widow. Corebox Black Widow. Yeah, I do love me some Corebox Black Widow. Um, I was actually running her instead of Toad up until the crisis changes. Mm-hmm. Um, and just having that long move, that stealth, the martial artist, she she is deceptively durable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it is, uh, she can get a scroll turn one and still walk back. Yes, that is that is actually true. Um, which I'm trying to think outside of Red Skull on that list. I don't know if there's anybody that can. Uh, Zemo. Any long moving. And Zemo. Yeah. If, I, sorry, I was thinking assuming Strucker. But yes, with Zemo, you're right. Um, okay. But uh, so I guess yeah, we 
I mean, I guess Toad could do it too. Yeah, Toad could probably do it with the math, but I'm I haven't seen the math as particularly. But I do think with Red Skull and his leadership getting that second uh power each turn to allow him to hop is so yeah. good. I think he uses the power a little bit better than Widow, so I think I would lean Toad. Yeah. Um So we've got two five threats. Mm-hmm. two two threats and a bunch of three threats mm-hmm. um i say a bunch i mean i think it's like three or four three threats we don't have um, a single four threat we don't have a four threat okay well um that is interesting yeah so oh I'm, now i have to think mm-hmm. hmm oh dear yeah, I think there there are a lot of interesting options that we can kind of talk through. Yes. Um, if we want something to lean more onto the Strucker end of the center uh, of it, uh, you can always take Omega Red, who is going to be so annoying. This is true. Omega Red is a very interesting uh, character in Hydra. Mm-hmm. Um, he he hands out conditions. He heals on his own. Uh huh. On top of healing from the Strucker side. Um, and, and I mean, you could say he does a lot with power. Yeah. Uh, that ensnare is very good. Yeah. Um, so that's an option. You can always go with one of the classic, like, powerful four threats like Rogue. Um, mm-hmm. Allowing her to hold an objective and still charge each turn is pretty solid. Um, also, in that realm of, like, can be real scary with power um, is... Uh, Apex Predator. Yeah, I think Apex Predator is is probably one of the better fours in the game, mm-hmm. and he's so new that I feel like it's it's not getting like highlighted quite as much. But he is an absolutely insane character. Um, I I still think Corp, uh, OG Sabretooth is also very good. He is. This is true. Um, they they unlike with Wolverine, the two Sabretooths have different game plans. Yeah, this is true. Um, I, I I like that the the new Sabretooth is just like he he can kind of balance between um, he, he hits really hard and he can have outrageous damage output, but also he has a character throw. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got not quite to the mobility of a long mover, um, but he has that primal pounce to, to throw himself medium. Yep. Um, he does hand out bleed on a wild. So on both of his attacks. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you can make the argument that he's he's able to do stuff in Strucker yeah. while also doing a lot with the power that he gets from Red Skull. Mm-hmm. So I I don't really mind uh, Sabretooth, and I also don't mind him because presumably if we're playing Sabretooth and Nova, um, you know, there's it's probably a taller list, and I like Sabretooth, Apex mm-hmm. Predator, in a taller list. He's just such a monster. Yeah, and suddenly that is like three-ish healing factor characters. There you like go. Strucker, yeah. Sabretooth, and uh, Nova Nova yeah. herself. Um, I also want to bring up another big uh, mystic damage threat, which is Ancient One. I So Ancient One is honestly, I don't know what it is about the, the, the bald ladies in MCP, but 
to me, they're like the most fun characters. Oh, yeah. I, I don't Ancient know why is it is. Ancient One is extremely fun. Um, I don't know if I would take her here. I always want to take Ancient One on my list just because she's so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't hand out conditions outside of Fangs of Ferala. Yeah. Um, but she hits and- like a Mack truck. She does hit like a Mac. She's a very good brawler. And she can um, consistently get damage through the path conditions over to people. This is true. Yeah, and she's she's pretty tanky as well. But like, yeah, I, I'm I'm with you that she it's a it's a little bit of a toss up, but I do love just bringing her up. Uh we can also talk about the recent Hydra classic. Uh, which is Mr. Sinister. Oh yeah. Mr. Sinister's fun. I mean, uh, Nova's a healing factor character and, and having like a forced extraction play on these healing factor characters is kind of funny to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if you're playing both Nova and a f- so I guess one thing to consider here when we're talking about a fourth route splash on this roster is if you're playing it with Nova. Mm-hmm. Um, you're doing that at 18 or above. Or 18 17, or above. 17 or above, actually. Yeah, if you, you go, if you go, go four wide. Uh, no, uh, you can go five wide uh, with uh, Strucker, another three threat, and Bob is eight, yes, yes. and then nine from like Sinister Nova. I'm doing my my Spider Foes math with a four threat leader and no two threat affiliated, <laughs> so um, I'm not used to this kind of freedom. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, you could actually make it fit pretty uh, pretty easily. Um, Mr. Sinister, you know, he can he can just hand out root for one power, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, you could set up forced extraction with Nova, Strucker, and uh, and I guess it would just be Nova and Strucker and like Bob, I guess. Bob doesn't care. Well, Sin is a such a fun forced extraction target. She gets power too, yeah. Yeah, she gets power from it and then she can, if you're taking it in your tactics card suite, walk up and do her um, exotic weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, where she gets the range five, uh, energy attack that automatically gives incinerate. Okay, yeah, and there you go. Do the heal off of the Strucker leadership, and you've incinerated a couple of their people to get ready for the Bob shot. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. No, yeah, that's pretty interesting. Mister Sinister is a very good piece in Hydra. Just overall. Yeah, I kind of like it. Um, right now the leading contenders are him and Apex for me. Yeah, very fair. I, I mean, we literally have no four threats mm-hmm. so far, so we could take both. <laughs> we could if we wanted to. I mean, Sinister is is a little less brawly, so I mean, depending on the crisis setup, we could be taking and he is one or the other. Tanky as sin. Yeah, he's very tanky. Mm-hmm. Especially with with that with the extraction on on the first round. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if we want to go both, we can definitely go both. Let's do both. Let's do sinister and uh, and saber tooth. Now let's let's look at our crises. Um, I think we want to be medium, but not a hundred percent spread out. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Um. um I don't. Yeah, because I don't think we're down the middle poly team. Yeah, but we're also not a like a D-shape extremist yeah. team. So I see what you're saying. Um, I want to say first for a secure. Mm-hmm. Um, Cassandra Nova absolutely loves Infinity Formula. Yep, and so be- does Red Skull. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think that's a a great start. Yep. 
um, Nova being able to walk up onto the formula and then do a mind possession on turn one without having to worry about not having psychic distraction on turn two is just an amazing feeling. Yep. Um, in a similar direction, uh, on the extract side, I think we go cubes. Yes, for sure. Cubes is, and Nova is very good with cubes. She has a lot of health. She has healing factor. She does a lot with power. And we have such an amount of healing on this team between Strucker leadership and the amount of healing factor characters we have in here. Mm -hmm. that no one minds the cube. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's pretty good fit here, I'd say. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think we mind scoundrels. Scoundrels? So I personally really like playing on scoundrels. Um, I, I think it's one that is a little bit on the extreme side for certain things like Kingpin and yeah. and Web Warriors. I have run Scoundrels in my Spider Foes for, for quite a long time um, to, to find success. So, I, I mean, Scoundrels could be interesting. It gets us that higher threat, which I think is going to be really nice if you want to run Red Skull and Nova. There's a lot of objectives on the board. Yeah, you get... It's Red Skull, Nova... Sinister or Apex, and then two of your three threats. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Pretty that's, nice, actually. That's a lot of scary on the board. It is. Yes, it is. Um, we we could do scoundrels. Um, it's it's like the right amount of spread out for sure. I like the shape. Yeah. Um, hmm, let me take a look here. Third one is the one I'm thinking about. Yeah, the the third um the third secure there. I so I mean we could go for a condition secure mm-hmm. for uh for what's it called um for Strucker. Yeah. Um, Mayor Fisk is quite brawly, so I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure on it, but it's definitely less congested than like a demon's downtown. Yeah. Um, we're not really super strong on any of the Peta Flips except for maybe Sword, just because we have, with Red Skull affiliation on Sword, would, uh, it would be tight because of the 15, but we would just have the power economy above other people. But I'm not sure about that. We don't really have the stats. We definitely don't have the stats for Mutant Madman, and we really don't have the no. stats for Portal Overruns or Spider People. Um, yeah, yeah, I would agree. I could see us being trying to just overwhelm on healing with Riot. It's an option. Um, I mean, we, we aren't. It's weird because we do have a couple long movers, mm-hmm. right? I'm a, maybe just one with Zemo. Uh, Is there another? We have Zemo. We have like pseudo long movers in there as well of uh, Toad um, and Apex. Yeah, the fast characters when you give them power. Yeah. Um, hmm. I think I'm scrolling through the secures right now, and there's... So Sword is interesting. I've played a little bit on it. Yeah. It is extremely lethal. Every game I've played on the new Sword has been very bloody. Mm-hmm. Um, and And I think it's... 
I think it's in general, okay. Crisis have got him more bloody. It does feel that way, yeah. Um, I don't hate Sword. I'm trying to think of what our 15 looks like. Um, you can either go I mean, wide with uh, Strecker. Yes. Or you can go four wide with Bob, three threat, uh, and then your two. November, it's going on. And, and the Which... grunts can flip on sword, can't they? They can, I believe, yes. Um, so, huh. I mean, I think sword is is what's sticking out to me the most. Let's go for um, it. And I also love that, I think Nova's okay on sword in the sense that, like, if you really want to avoid that 50-50, you can walk on an objective, mind possess them off of it, mm -hmm. and then just take it after they've already activated. And also people are going to want to walk in to try and make that 50-50 some of the time, which allows you your psychic distraction. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so we've got Infinity Formula, uh, Sword, and Scoundrels. Mm -hmm. and, and then for the Extracts, we've got Cubes right now. And the next one I want to bring up is Paranoia. Parano I think, yeah, I, okay, I'm glad you said that because... I think Cassandra Nova is very good on Paranoia. Mm -hmm. um, she can the, easily disrupt your opponent's ability to do the extra VP score while also having the healing factor to pick it up turn, uh, early in the game and not take the damage. Yeah, what I what I like is having two options on the flanks to, to, to grab the flank ones and then having Nova right in the middle to walk up. And it, the second your opponent grabs one of those central ones... Nova walks up, mind possesses them in, mm -hmm. and suddenly not only have they walked up taking a damage from the paranoia disturbance, but they've been hit by mind possession by six dice mystic attack and pulled into your team. Yeah. And they're kind of like delivering you the extract. Uh-huh. Yeah, very fair. And then in the later game, as I said, she can she is a character that can easily pick apart the uh like buildings that get you those extra VPs where you yeah. have like a couple characters right around each other. She can pick those apart. Mm -hmm. Yep. I like that a lot. Uh, and for the third one. Um, so I think, I think we definitely want to avoid alien ship. We're going to have a lot of power. We probably don't want to be, although we do have some healing factor. I still don't think we want to lean yeah. into yeah. hurting ourselves on that, on that line. Uh -huh. Um, Senators, I think, is a little too brawly for us. I don't know if we want to get that deep into the fight that, that some of these Senators teams are doing. Mm -hmm. um, I think Scrawls is interesting, and yeah. I think Hammers is interesting. I'm with you on Scrolls. I think that is a very interesting piece. I think that Scrawls kind of has the same thing going on as Paranoia, where Nova is very great at punishing those midline grabs, especially yeah. if they fail the thing and get pushed towards you. Uh-huh. You just have to be um, very careful about picking them up with Nova. Yes, Nova is not very good at picking them up herself. Mm -hmm. um, she's good at punishing other people to pick them up, but yeah, you you are right about that. Um, I guess if you're playing with Red Skull and Strucker, those characters are solid at picking them up. Sabretooth is. Yep. Um, so I think I think we could probably make it work. Yeah, we definitely have the people, and we also have that Zemo that can walk up up in one move, pick one up, and then even if you get pushed, he still has an action to move back. Yes. 
Yep, I like all that. Cool. So that's the crises. So I guess do we want to look at the tactic cards? Yep. That is what we have left. So All right. So mental domination is yep, going right on there, right? And then we look at the Hydra cards. Yes. And I think the ones the one that jumps out to me the most is inevitable betrayal. So I need to I need to spruce myself up on on the Hydra card. So inevitable betrayal, that's the um like we we take an objective from them that we're contesting, yeah? Yes. And it's eight power. Mm-hmm. Okay. I do like that one. Um I you know, I never get it seen I never see it get used, but I do see the swing potential on a card like that. I'm trying to think. So Sin is the one that you want playing it. Yes, yeah, okay, because she's getting that power really easily. Yeah. Um, I think I think the thing, reason you don't see a lot of inevitable betrayal actually get played is most hydralists haven't figured out that Sin can play inevitable betrayal very consistently turn three. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. So Let's go with Inevitable Betrayal. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it is super consistent to get her that power by turn three in either affiliation, in either yeah. leadership, which is just scary. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is pretty scary to think about just, just having that, that VP swap. Mm-hmm. Um, so do we want to... I, I really love the scientific method tactic card with arnim zola that's one of my favorites we don't um do we really want to throw that in there the three threat for it though i'm trying to think it would really it would be one of the affiliated three threats yeah. um i do think strucker is pretty nasty with it mm-hmm. um he can be annoyingly hard to kill with scientific method online mm-hmm. um but like we, we don't really have the showcase three to put it on yeah, there's and not I, like a... And I think we're actually going to have a lot of tactic cards on this. Um, well, so let's let's, re, let's see how we feel at the end. Yeah. And if we have room, we'll we'll throw it on there. Um, um, High Council, I think, is going to be tough when yeah. we're always running Nova. So yes. I would avoid Die Council. Uh, the one I was looking at, because we're looking to play a lot of Red Skull Master of Hydra, is Endless Legion. That's what the... The troopers getting pushed, yeah. right? Uh huh. That the troopers live forever this turn. <laughs> um, it is interesting. I've never seen it used against me, so like the play patterns are not like I'm not familiar with how how it's meant to be used. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see it being so they get pushed away. I could see it being kind of annoying on the pay to flips, like a sword. But also, you can set it up where you're on a position with a Hydra Troopers where they are backstopped in some way from the most of the enemy team. So when they try and push them away, they don't really have a place to move. And then yeah. you're just getting that Hydra Troopers that turn. Rather than resetting them to wherever Red Skull is. Yeah, so are they pushed away or is it just a push? Uh, oh, it is a omnidirectional push. So omnidirectional, interesting. Um, that is pretty weird, man. That is such an odd card. Nobody's ever used that against me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if if you've managed to get your Hydra Troopers deep into the enemy territory, getting this to keep them alive and not resetting them to wherever your uh Red Skull is 
is a powerful option. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Um, especially because we're going to be going taller and we want to get the mileage out of those characters. Yeah. Let's also put that in the maybe pile. Yeah, well, we'll throw it in the maybe. And then we got world domination at the end, which I think we're running. Probably not. I mean, on formula, it is feasible, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I think it seems like in the crises that we have. If we're getting that, we're probably winning anyway. Yeah. World Domination very much feels like a win more card. Yes. Uh, how about let's move over to the unaffiliated cards. And Exceptional Healing is definitely yes. happening, right? Exceptional Healing is um, definitely happening, but we still have character-specific cards to talk about. This is true. And I um, think there are a couple that... Because uh, we talked about Forced Extraction. Which yes, I think Forced Extraction. Pull. I think we we want to use that for sure. Um, we also, uh, the sin card. Uh, yes. Um, blanking on what it's called. Tech. <laughs> yes. That's the one that can be used with cr- crossbones can use it too. Yeah. Both of the sin cards can also be used with crossbones. Okay. Uh, but this is, uh, the, uh, range five, uh, incinerate attack. Yeah. And it's like a builder as well. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay, pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. I mean, it's cool with uh, with with Strucker for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, I mean, so do we want to talk about perhaps um, Apex Predators? Uh, uh, happy, happy birthday! birthday yeah, that is a another third attack in a round card. Yeah, along with uh, along with mental domination. Mm-hmm. I personally, when I saw the card for the first time, I was really high on it, and nobody seems to be using it. <laughs> um, but I, I do like it. I've used it a couple times, but I've used it more with OG Sabretooth. Interesting, yeah, because it is, it's Victor Creed. It's not yeah. necessarily Apex so, Predator. So the play pattern was when you spike, uh, when someone attacks you and you spike on your strike back attack, at the start of the next when the next time you can use an active, you finish off that character with the ambush attack. I can see that just to like double down on having a lot of extra attacks for the character. Yeah. And striking back on weird taunts and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess as far as apex predator goes, do we, do we think we want to be using this? I think he has better ways to spend his power. Honestly. Yeah. He just does have, he has a lot he can do with it. Yeah. So maybe we'll throw it in the maybe pile. Yep. Um. So okay. So for the characters that we're playing right now, let's take a look. I think mm-hmm. that is all of the character specific cards. Yep. So I have one card. So I guess let's go to the restricted. Yeah. I think we're playing patch up. We just have the health booth for it. Yeah. I mean, Red Skull's got seven health. Nova's, Nova's got, got seven, seven health. Um. I think we can. I think we're one of the few teams that might be able to get away with not taking brace. Yeah. Uh, Nova has a two power brace, and I believe Red Skull can ignore collision damage as well on one of his. Yep. I'm yeah. pretty sure. So I do really like um, Sacrifice. Yes. I think Sacrifice is a very interesting one with all the defensive tech from, from Nova being able to. You know, you, you get through Nova's range three bubble, her tricks and traps, she misses for once. You finally go to hit her, and then she sacrifices onto somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. 
I, I think Sacrifice is awesome. So yeah. I can agree with that. Um, I have one card that I, I want to pitch to you that I have uh, always, I always find myself wanting to use it with Nova, but sometimes I get worried that I'm, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll have exceptional healing and mental domination. I don't want too many Nova cards, but I guess when we're, we're talking all about Nova. Yeah. I think that um, Nova is a character that uses no matter the cost in a really interesting way. Yeah. So um, when you're not on infinity formula, uh, really, it, when Nova walks up and mind possesses on turn one, it takes her not to zero power and it brings her to one power on turn two, which is not a great place to be mm-hmm. um, because she wants to have that that tricks and traps up. I'm going to call it that for just to <laughs> because I'll forget all the time. Um, she wants that bubble up to protect herself. Um, and and if you, you're not on infinity formula, what you have to do instead is walk up and build her, mm-hmm. which can be pretty nice sometimes, but it doesn't always, it's not quite as many dice. You don't get the control on that first turn. Yeah. Um, but having a turn one, no matter the cost for your one power mind possession, she heals it right back with healing factor. You get to use that attack, move them away, and then on turn two, you have psychic distraction up and online, and your your character is safe. So uh-huh. and I love it with her. Also, we have another really good turn one, uh, no matter the cost target, with uh, Sabertooth Apex Predator. Yep, exactly, yeah. That yeah. is really interesting. Okay. So I think no matter the cost fits really yeah, well. I think it fits really, really well. Um, that leaves us just two slots left. Are there any other generic cards that jump out to you? I think... So... Let's think. I mean, with our extracts, there is perhaps an argument that we could get a lot of mileage out of like a mission objective, especially with Paranoia. I think mission objective is still a very good card. Yeah, I, I'm a really big fan of it right now. I don't. Um, I no longer think that it is the best co- unaffiliated, unrestricted card. For me, my favorite unaffiliated, unrestricted card is Fallback. Mm-hmm. I love the crap out of that card. <laughs> I feel like I take it on every roster. Um, and I mean, this this list, uh, Red Skull especially, I think gets a lot of value out of Fallback just because. If your characters are holding objectives or, you know, standing on objectives, they're always going to have that two power. Yeah. Um, most of the time, at least to, to use fallback. So uh, I, I like it here. Yeah, I think so, too. I think it's a really sweet pick. Um, so that would put us at 10. So our, our maybes don't don't quite make the cut. We don't have to revisit them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I like this this 10, this list of 10 uh, uh, tactic cards here. Um. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, that's like, that's the whole roster. So I guess. So for everyone who uh, at home, the final roster is Cassandra Nova, Baron Strucker, Red Skull, Master of Hydra, Armin Zola, Baron Zemo, Bob, Agent of Hydra, Thin, Toad, Sabertooth, Apex Predator, and Mr. Sinister. For tactic cards, we have Mental Domination, Inevitable Betrayal, Exceptional Healing, Forced Extraction, Illicit Tech, Patch Up, Sacrifice, no matter the cost, fallback, and mission objective. Then for secures, we have Infinity Formula Goes Missing, Superpowered Scoundrels Form Sinister Syndicate, and Sword Establishes Base on Blue Moon's, a- Moon's Blue Area. 
That one always trips me up. <laughs> then extracts, we have Struggle for the Cube Continues, Paranoia Pummels Populous, and Scrolls Infiltrate World Leadership. So yeah, that seems like a super fun list. Yeah, I I, I kind of want to play it now. It sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been dying to get Apex Predator on the table personally. I just haven't had the chance to really. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still and- building mine. Yeah, he he is an insanely strong character. I I've, um, I've been facing the wrath of Logan in X Men, and my God, is he terrifying there? Yeah, he's he's really good. Well, when um, you give Logan a character who you can je- somewhat control out of the game to me, my X Men, and then a Storm Hop, suddenly you can't control yeah. him out of the game. Yep, <laughs> he is. Uh... He and you know he's very punchy. He, he just mm-hmm. gets in your face and yeah. I I like it. Those those are some good characters. They've been doing really well with the four threats lately. Uh huh. I yes and no. Um, I think okay. Hot take here. Hot okay. take at the end of the episode. I think <laughs> they have made more powerful four threats, but I think that some of the four threats are less interesting than some of the four threats they made before that aren't necessarily as powerful. Okay, interesting. So I have been, most of my experience with the new four threats has been Rhino. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am in love with Rhino. I'm over the moon with him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I like that they've taken this character who could have easily been really boring to play. Mm-hmm. And he's really fun. Yeah. Like for for how straightforward and, and basic of a of a villain Rhino kind of is on paper, they made him so fun to play on the table, and and I can't mm-hmm. wait to get mine built and painted. Yes, I'll I'll be honest. He's not actually going into the style of Spider Foes I am currently playing. Okay. Uh, but I think he's an interesting piece. Uh, he does not come out here until uh Friday, so I don't have him in my hands yet. Yep, me neither. <laughs> I've got them pre-ordered. Mm-hmm. But it's I've like... I've got my, uh, my gray... Dry, my, I got my dry brush ready. Yeah, he's going to be all gray. <laughs> but I think there are a lot of, like... Four Sweats was where they were experimenting for a long time. And they still do to a lesser extent now. But mm-hmm. Four Sweats were very hit or miss because it was their space to kind of experiment. And now it feels like there's much more co- conscious effort to not experiment as much and just make solid characters. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, I think I'm trying to think of the last like crazy wacky four threat that they made was Carnage was very risky as a design choice. And I think that was a cool Carnage was risky and cool. Uh, Electra was weird and interesting with yeah. how she does her power gen. Um, I find Hella fascinating design model. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Sinister, which I'm glad he's seeing a resurgence, but he's a really interesting designed model. Omega Red's a really interesting designed model. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's... I feel like they've become a little less interesting as design spaces as they've become better models. Yeah, that's an interesting point. I, I, I can kind of see the argument for sure. Um, um, and that may just be the style of fourth threat they're currently putting out right now are much more straightforward characters rather than these like multifaceted characters that they were touching before and 
as we get back to those multifaceted characters, we will see that interesting design return. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I'm. There's some probably some wacky characters on the way too, so I'm sure they'll come up with something. Yeah. That that'll that'll excite us. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um. So yeah, thank you very much for coming on. Uh, yeah. Uh, thank people, you for having me on. Yeah. If people wanted to reach out to you, where could they find you? Uh, so uh, my name on most of the discords is either Shane or Shane CS. Um, I'm I'm on there pretty frequently. Um, uh, you can go to YouTube. Uh, I have a YouTube channel uh, called Command Point. Um, it's it's started about in 2018, and it was originally just a uh, Warhammer 40k Kill Team uh, YouTube channel, and it still is that. But we also do cri- the Crisis Point podcast that I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can you can go check us out over there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm anybody ever wants to shoot me a message on Discord, talk about spider foes, especially. I am uh, always ears. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if you want to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash Lexa Whiteware. At $2 a month, you get my quarterly playlist and my monthly check-in of just what I've been watching, um, which both of those for the end of the for December should be up by the time this episode comes out. And then at $5 a month, you get my bonus episodes where me and a guest sit down and just talk about stuff, whether that's TV, movie, video games, or whatnot, as well as my um, MCP-related podcast where you get to hear the stuff I've been brewing, which (laughs) is, I have some ideas. There are some weird things that I'm thinking about right now, so keep an eye out for that. Um as well as uh, at both of those uh, levels, you get access to the Morlocks Discord, where you get to see all my custom creations, too. Um, I am still working through the Resident Evil characters for my Marvel vs. Capcom box. And I have a good chunk of Umbrella made, and they are super fun <laughs> from what I have seen. Very cool, very cool. Um, also, at some point, I need to figure out how to test these characters. <laughs> <laughs> Figure out how to get them into TTS enough that they work with the mod. Yeah, TTS is, uh, it can be a challenge sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, if you want to reach out to me, you can. Uh, I am Lexa White on all the MCP discords, Gjipt on the non MCP discords. You can also email the show at morlocksmcp at gmail.com. And then also, if you want to see me play something completely different, come see me at Saturday mornings at twitch.tv slash Games, where we're talking Arkham Horror the Card Game. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you. And keep experimenting, people. Mm-hmm.